If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more streaming platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. If you're going to do it, at least I get banner saying the pod Twitter handles and all that. Yeah, one side will be a Manchester United flag, the opposite side will be advertising the podcast. Just guys us out, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, unless you're an Arsenal fan. It's Friday, it's the preview show, and you're listening to the Off the Crossbar podcast with myself, Regan Walsh, and my co-presenter, as always, Brad. How are you on this sunny Friday afternoon? Sorry, it's sunny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there. And you have the goal to go Unai Emery for his accents. So you've just pulled that off. Yeah, that was actually dreadful from me for saying Sunday instead of Sunday. I don't know what actually <laughs> just random spur the moment. That, that's the best However, you've ever sounded, can I just say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree. That is probably the most I've ever sounded. However, well, it is Friday. I never actually said, oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Yes, <laughs> that was completely forgot about that. It is Friday, and as we said earlier on in the week, it is an exciting show we've got for you today. We're going to look back at the Champions League results from earlier on this week. We'll even talk Premier League action because we've got a couple of good games and a game involving our two teams against each other. We've got extremely good fixtures over in Spain. It's the final day of the Championship, the final day of the Women's Super League, and even more to talk about but there's only one place to start and that is the champions league action and we'll start off with wednesday's action from stanford bridge as chelsea ran out two new winners against uh real madrid to book their place in the final winning 3-1 on aggregate with timo Werner and mason mount scoring the goals for thomas tuchel's side i mean timo Werner actually blooming scored what a miracle oh let's be honest it was harder to miss <laughs> i mean for a normal striker, yes, but for Timo half Werner, of the ball was already in the net when it counted. So if... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, if he missed that, then he would have been slandered on social media. Poor guy. Yeah, but maybe this is the confidence boost he now needs, and to have a good uh, rest of the league season with Chelsea, uh, as they've got was it four games? Yeah, four games left. And obviously the final to look forward to. So maybe this is the turning of the look for him. And yeah, once again, brilliant uh, defending and master plan from Thomas Tuchel to just halt Real Madrid in that game. They they definitely seemed in control for the majority. Yeah. I know Real Madrid had their chances. Benzema was looking lively when he it got to him, but Eduard Mendy just some great saves from him. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant from Mendy. And you get once again, Angola Kante just ran that whole middle of the pitch. That guy is ascending to great status. Yeah. Mm. Like, we're already, he's already in a very high standard. He's a Premier League winner. 
at two yeah. different clubs. Man's a World Cup winner. Exactly. At the Champions League, you're putting him in the highest brackets then. And that in all in the space of what five six years? It's around that, yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Um, I think he's one of them where he reminds me a lot of Claude Makélélé. But I think he's more appreciated than Makélélé was. But hey, well, of my generation, we we respect Claude Makélélé. Oh, even yeah. Makélélé came out and said they're not calling it the Makélélé role anymore. They're calling it the Angola Encan- Encanta. Yeah. So it shows how much everyone is appreciating the. It's a French thing. Yeah. Absolute brilliance of Kanto. And the final they have set up is against. Well, so can, I, can I add one last thing? Because there needs to be, like, oh, I need to know if Eden Hazard is all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> is he safe where he's right now? Because that man is probably going to be put in witness protection as we speak. Yeah, if he hasn't already been. I mean, the scenes at full time where him sharing a joke with some of the Chelsea players hasn't gone down well with Real Madrid fans and. Admittedly, it wouldn't go down with me if I was a Real Madrid fan. Even. Yeah, it would. Like, your team's just lost semi final, second leg, and that happens. You're like, mm, that's not the way you want to be reacting. But at the same time, his time at Real Madrid has just been plagued by injury. And it wouldn't surprise me because I have seen some reports uh, today saying they're trying to get rid of him, Isco, and one more of the players from that team this uh, summer. So I don't think any Real Madrid fan would be too disappointed if Hazard were to go. And I think, where does he go? Does he come back to England? Who in England pays <laughs> No. If he's, too, if he's injury prone, as he has been, then no. But if he somehow finds his form like he's Chelsea time, I would take him. But I just don't think that's going to happen. It feels like those days are long gone. Yeah. I feel like somewhere in Italy, he just spends his final years out in the States. Chelsea's only from Lille, right, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they probably wouldn't be able to afford him, given what Real Madrid Mm. would want for him. But Lille has Champions League football next season. Yeah. And... uh, on the, well, we'll say on the cusp, but uh, they're on the right road to becoming Liege One champions this season. So it could be appetising to go back to where it all started for him, like where he got his big name. But like you said, it's the affordability. Can Lille actually afford to do that? And what do Real Madrid want from uh, a potential buyer to uh, give Hazard away? Elsewhere, uh, the other final that took place on Tuesday was at the Etihad Stadium between Manchester City and Paris Saint-Germain and it was Pep Guardiola's side that made it through to the final for the first time in 10 years for Pep Guardiola and it was a brace from Riyad Mahrez to give uh, Man City a 2-0 win but the game was uh, PSG finished it with 10 players after Angel Di Maria was sent off with 21 minutes to go. I mean, Mahrez absolutely run this both legs in this game, didn't he? It's so weird because he doesn't get as much game time that Man City or at least that's what the perception is. But mm. whenever he does get it, he's pretty unreal for him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's confusing how Guardiola selects his sides because he seems to be very happy with Myra's in like the cup competitions and the Champions League, but doesn't select him, like you said, as much from perception in league games. 
So that's what makes me think uh, maybe like he doesn't trust him. But then like you see the performance over both legs this in the semi final, and you're like, Morris is still a world class player. Again, done the exact same route as uh, N'Golo Kante, but obviously has won a Champions League as he's Algerian. Uh, World Cup, sorry, as he's Algerian, but he's another phenomenal player from that Leicester yeah. title-winning side. And he's still like almost matched Kante's achievements in the same time frame. Yeah. But it's just not like Man City finally got over that last hurdle. Yeah. And, and now they, they the best chance they'll ever get. It's the best chance they'll ever get to win it. Mm. Okay. It won't be easy. It won't be easy because as we saw in that FA Cup semi, they're very much, but they, they struggle against a team like that. Yeah. So the final is set for the 29th of May in uh, Istanbul uh, <laughs> for, na- for now. Um, early money. Who's, who's your money on? Who's the uh, one this early stage. <laughs> no, no, no. Who's winning it? It's hard to call, but that FA Cup semi really changed my mind, and I feel like we'll find out more this weekend as well. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'd edge it just to Chelsea. Yeah. I think I'd have to agree. I'd go Chelsea. I'd, I don't know whether it would be the most entertaining games. I think both teams oh, would no. cancel each other out a lot. But... Extra time, maybe penalties of this. Yeah, and I think I would again. I'd just go Chelsea at this point in time. And the last time that they changed their manager during a season, they went on to win the Champions League under Roberto Di Matteo. Yeah. Didn't so, end so well for him either, though. So yeah, but so I don't know what gonna be sacked by October. <laughs> yes, um, like you said, is it going to be in Ataturk and oh, at the Ataturk Stadium in Istanbul? Is questions as. Uh, on Thursday, there was news coming out that Villa Park have offered to host the final, which obviously makes it easier because it's less travelling and Birmingham and is uh, midway between Manchester and London. So that makes sense in that case. But it'd be nice to have the Champions League music at Villa Park, wouldn't it? It's not exactly how I thought I would first hear it, but uh, <laughs> our owners weren't wrong. They said they were going to bring Champions League football. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they didn't specify what type of Champions League football, though, did they? So, it would be preparation. Me, yeah, I don't see it happening. Good preparation ahead of the European bands that come in next season. <laughs> uh, no, but I think it's yeah, I also realised one of the other benefits it. as well to this. I don't think no, not many other people have caught this out, but uh, one person who currently lives in Birmingham works in and around Villa Park and what team has got to the final and if that team wins what will happen we we have a oh. good chance of seeing the return of Paul King John Terry my mind was going lives in and works in around Birmingham who does he mean I'm going Dean Smith no and then my head was like Jack Grealish are they going to bring up transfer news he's confirmed to Manchester City after that Champions League final or just him calling out in a Man City show <laughs> yeah yeah and then I was like oh no he means John Terry then um yeah it wouldn't surprise me if JT ended up doing that again but yeah it's going to be a good final and uh very let's, much let's be honest, there's probably zero chance of it being at Villa Park even I don't think I want it to <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It's too late now. If the the problems of 
the stadium had arisen like a month or two ago, I think there would have been a chance of it being played elsewhere. But considering it's like two, three weeks now before the final, it's not going to change at all. And we're still going to have to watch it and feel sorry for the 4,000 fans that have to travel all the way to Turkey. Which, I mean, you can't complain. No. But, I mean, if you remember the Europa League final two years back when it was over in Blumen, Azerbaijan for... Arsenal versus Chelsea. It's, they didn't exactly pack that out. They and that was why social distancing was a thing. Yeah, they, they honestly looked like there was social distancing in that game. With the fans, it was awful. Um, right. Should we, should we get to the last night's one? Because, you know, it's all, nice to see two all-English finals. Yeah, that's not happening. Because yeah. Arsenal... Did I miss one? Arsenal go and do an Arsenal. Don't they, of course. So we'll start off with that game. Um, it was a nil-nil, not the best of games um, compared to the other one. Arsenal obviously needed to come out and score the goals to get a victory, but they weren't able to do so. And it means that Villarreal are through to the final. And I think Emery is in his fifth final now, is he? Yes. I think the only time he hasn't got to the final in like the last five or six years was at Arsenal. Which is crazy. Absolutely poetic. Or, did they realise they were playing no. a European semi-final? I don't think they did. Because I rewatched the highlights earlier, and it made it seem like Arsenal didn't do that bad. Where actually they they were really bad. <laughs> they were dreadful. They just couldn't muster up a shot past uh, Guillermo Rulli, or a decent enough shot past him. But no, I've only get the post twice. But yeah. I'm not surprised by that result, though. And I know we have said it to the cows come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should at least be scoring. They're at home, and it, it's baffling. But if there was ever a more Arsenal result, it was this. This just sums yeah. up the last few years under Arteta massively. It just they've. They've gone in reverse. I know we've said it a million and one times, but they're not doing anything. They're just going back and backwards. And you're like, it makes no sense. I'm surprised there's not going to be, well, unless I haven't seen it, uh, questions over Arteta's future. Well, it was weird because this was probably the most I've seen it talked about. Mm. But when you really do think about it, they can get as vocal as they want, but they've got to really put a bit of perspective in this. Because if they sack him, then they're exactly in the same position as Tottenham. Yeah. Like, who would go there? There's no one out there who would genuinely want it. No. I mean, if you look at Tottenham, it's been nearly three weeks since they sacked Mourinho. I think it's three weeks this Monday. Actually, actually it would be very poetic if they job. did, because that would be literally almost a year and a half ago when they were both managerless at the same time. Mm. So they're, they're just two clubs that are going backwards. Oh, yeah. And I think some Arsenal fans are starting to slowly realise that, that they aren't progressing under Arteta at all. They're in fact, regressing. And you can blame the board all you like, but it's the players on the pitch that get the results, not the board upstairs. So whether you're Kroenke in or Kroenke out, the, the 11 players that are on the pitch have got to do better than what they did last night. And for me, I mean, I saw something earlier that if Arsenal don't get to seventh place, which 
they can still technically do, I believe. This is going to be the first time since 1996 that they haven't qualified for Europe. I think they need it. But they need yeah. a season away from it. Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't even know what to say anymore because, like, it's what I've grown to expect this from Arsenal. Like, I'm not saying, oh, I don't think of Arsenal of old, like the early 2000s with Henri, Vieira, Perez there. And you're like, okay, they might not be winning the league every season, but they're putting up a good fight and they do well in cup competitions. This Arsenal team, you're like, but, uh, what do you expect? They're becoming like an Everton. They're just, they're just there in the league. You've got to forget Arsenal were like that for a little while. Yeah, 100%. It is a difficult one. And I think Arsenal mm. fans may start feeling all that now. It's not easy. Yeah. But the expectations will be lowered massively. 100%. And it wouldn't surprise me if Arteta does go by the end of the season. I'm not saying he will do, but if he does get sacked, it would be... I think they're beginning to do a cycle of what Manchester United have done over the last eight years since Ferguson left, and that's go through managers this, this and is just way struggle. Drastic. Yeah, 100%. Because at least United have got to a Europa League final in one year, have won the Carabao Cup as well in the time, and, and obviously back in the final, which we'll get onto in a second. So there is some sort of progress there for you, Man United. But... Arsenal, you just don't see it at all at this minute in time. Okay. We, we, we're just scared over Man United there for a... Oh, oh yeah. well, who cares? <laughs> I mean, just about. It was an absolute uh, shocking second leg. So they took the lead early on in the first half, or not early on, just before half-time, uh, through Edison Cavani, who's proven absolutely clinical. Then Edin Dzeko scored once again against Manchester United. Then Brian Cristante, three minutes later, gave them the lead to give it a bit more interesting flair on the tide. Then Cavani scored again to give Man United that bit more cautioning. And then uh, an own goal from Alex Telles, uh, seven minutes from time, made the last... 10 minutes or so, a very interesting, but United held on after some phenomenal saves through uh, David De Gea throughout that whole game. Meant Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has qualified for his first uh, cup final as Manchester United manager. So. After how many attempts? About six, I think it's five or six. Yeah, but I... The main thing I took from this is the potential for the, what, the Super Cup final could be which could be a manchester derby yeah but you know where the super cup is but this is why it's very interesting and potentially not great i've no where is the cup final is in belfast belfast yep potentially an all english super cup final in northern ireland yeah. Um, so that final, the Europa League final between Villarreal and Manchester United will take place on Wednesday, the 26th of May from Gdansk in Poland. So two more weeks until that, or maybe just, three, just under three. Uh, so definitely going to be interesting. Now, uh, speaking of the Champions League and uh, Europa League finals, I've got a question for you. And obviously, you know, it because I spoke to you in a few days back. Um if Manchester City were to win the Champions League this season, 
and then go on to say win the Super Cup and then the Club World Cup. Does Pep Guardiola leave at the end of next season because he's completed his mission at City because he's got nothing else to do? Interesting one because when you asked me it would be this that you said this season, but next season. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like he yeah. he stay on this summer, but he would he go at the end of next season? Is that he ain't going this season? Yeah, no. Next 100%. season. I think it more depends on how next season goes. If they like they match what they do this year, then the questions might be asked. But personally, I think he's got another two years. Okay. I don't think he'd want to go anywhere just yet. There's nowhere that seems like a good proposition for him. Yeah, I can see what you're on about there. But I mean, this is currently the longest he's stayed in any job. Because uh, well, obviously, just lost Manchester into next season. Which is one of the few people that actually do love Manchester. Not saying there's anything wrong with the city. You're trying to, like... No, I just mean the weather. The weather up there is awful up north. Always is. Um, it's actually a really nice city, Manchester. Definitely worth uh, visiting if you haven't. Um, anyway, That's not, a scale, I'm not a tour guide. I'm not a tour guide. But, yeah, for me, I think... If they do win the Club World Cup, and obviously that's saying the Champions League and the Super Cup, they win that. I think he does because he's got nothing else to complete. And I think that was the main goal he was brought in to do was to win this Champions League. I think Because any manager could go into that City team and win uh, Premier League title after Premier League title, Carabao Cup and FA Cup titles. That's not the hard part. The hard bit has been getting to the Champions League final and winning that. And obviously it's even been a hard task for Pep Guardiola to do, as this is his fourth attempt to receive against Man City. He's got to the final now on his fourth attempt. I have no idea. I couldn't uh, be sure. Fourth, fifth attempt. And he's finally got there. So, I mean, he does have a close relationship with uh, Tixie Berenstein, who is like the main link between him and Shakeman Shaw. Um, Not so much longer. From the Barcelona days together. But yeah, I don't know. I've just got a slight inkling in it. I mean, it might just be a feeling that I have, but I think if they were to win Champions League, Super Cup, and then Club World Cup, I think next season he can happily leave. I think he would leave on his own terms at the end of it. And yeah, I don't he, think. Yeah. He'll have the right to end it on his terms. Yeah. And. It'd be interesting to see then who do City go after. Do they bring Arteta in? I know he's not having the best of time at Arsenal, but he knows the Pep philosophy. No, they're thinking much bigger. Or do you look at someone like... I mean, it's hard to say who they could look at now, because say if it's happening 12 months' time, we don't know who's going to be in the job in 12 months' time from now, or who's out and available. So it's just pure guesswork. But yeah, I think... Like I said, it's just a small inkling that he will leave at the end of next season. Right, it's time to head on to our preview stuff now. And we have a full selection of games to look forward to in the Premier League uh, starting tonight as Leicester City welcome Newcastle to the King Power Stadium at 8 o'clock. And then on Saturday, Leeds play Tottenham Hotspur in the half 12 kickoff. At 3 o'clock, it's Sheffield United Crystal Palace in a pointless game. Then at half past five, it is a preview of this year's Champions League final as Manchester City welcome Chelsea. You're saying it's a pointless game. Can I add something on Palace? Because I don't know if you've seen they're getting an Amazon documentary. Are they? Yeah, I've said it's not for this season, but it's to do with their, I think their promotion. 
a couple of years ago. They uh, they were nearly all, they were in administration. I think it's the rise from then to the Premier League. Looks cool. Could be interesting. Not the most uh, documentary I'm obviously looking forward to is the Sarlacc's focus on one. Well, it's a like documentary. It's like it's like the lead series. Yeah. Which is fine. Yes, um, then, like I said, at half past five is the preview of this year's Champions League finals. Manchester City welcome Chelsea to the Etihad Stadium. And then finishing on Saturday it is Liverpool versus Southampton, which is a fucking trouble and a half to do. I'll tell you that much. Then on Unless Sunday... Most of the take place Liverpool now, anyway. Huh? Most of the take place Liverpool now, anyway. True. As is the uh, joke. As it has been for the last six years or so now, is it? They've been getting plays from them, if not longer. Well, uh, I'm Sunday. Sure Van Dyke was the last one, so it's a dead joke now. Yes. Uh, Sunday kicks off with Wolves entertaining Brighton at 12 o'clock. Then at 5 past 2, it's Aston Villa versus Manchester United from Villa Park. Then at half past 4, is West Ham versus Everton in a battle for top 4. And uh, if not, the last couple of places in the Europa League. And then to round off Sunday, sees Arsenal take on Sam Allardyce's West Brom at 7 o'clock. And then the weekend's fixtures round off with Fulham versus Burnley. Some good games to look forward to then. Yeah, nice ones. I think there's only two of them, I guess, the massive notoriety. So obviously the Champions League final dress rehearsal, as it's being mm-hmm. called. And the game that we, you know, christen the off the crossbar derby. <laughs> you sounded like you said off the crossbar weird then. And I did. I, I had a malfunction. <laughs> That's one each for this episode. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the um, our game, obviously. No Jack Grealish, but he is back in training for Aston Villa. Dean Smith confirmed earlier on today. It's United are obviously going to... but I think he actually is like training on the pitch, but not with the team. I think he's going to start worry, resuming the team next week. What, you're telling me we've got to worry about Anwar Al-Ghazi? That's Ross Barkley. <laughs> That's going to be better. Uh, yeah. And that's Anwar al to you. <laughs> um, how are you feeling in heading into this one? Well, I'd say it's over. I don't think I could care as much, but I always want to beat Man United. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> no, it just is. That's, just, that's the risk you've gone for yourselves on now. Yeah. Um, we're saying that. He's the game I'm going to go ahead. Well, as far as I'm aware, there's no protest from Manchester United players. There's, 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 enough, fans. there's, there's enough Manchester United fans in the Aston area. Is there? I don't know the Aston area. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, I was to say you down there or something. <laughs> I'll be sat on the centre circle with a but giant Manchester United flag. If you're going to do it, at least tag a banner saying the pod Twitter handles and all that. Yeah, one side will be a Manchester United flag. The opposite side will be advertising the podcast. Just, just guys, as out, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, as far as I'm aware, there's been no protest planned for this game. I think it's just the rest of the United home games. With obviously the Liverpool game has been announced as rescheduled for uh, later on this month. I feel like the 19th was the date they said. Thursday, isn't it? didn't they say yeah yeah like man united fans don't like working on thursdays well they'll just get away to protest uh oh the 13th of may not the 19th but you'd wonder if they'd learn their lesson and see how they like manage all that 
Yeah, I mean, we've got... It's just going to happen again. Yeah, we've got three more home games left this season. Uh, they're all come consecutively after this weekend's game. Um, so it will be interesting to see what I'd expect a tighter security. But anyway, um, on the game, looking forward to it. Don't know how nervous I'm really. Uh, getting his passport ready for a move to Rome. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, from the paper talk, Jose wants blooming everybody he's ever worked with. Swap deal, Phil Jones for Chris Smalling. I would take it because Chris Smalling's actually been, I mean, apart from the legs games against Man United, he's been pretty decent at Roma this season. And I don't remember the last time Phil Jones featured for us. Generally, I don't remember the last time he featured for us. Um, but yeah, elsewhere, I think West Ham Everton afterwards, I know it's a half or kickoff, but playing for that Europa League spot or, and West Ham trying to push for Champions League football, I think that's going to be a really good game between uh, David Moyes' old side. I think the other one that caught my eye is Leeds Tottenham, just purely for the Europe aspirations. Yeah. don't really want either of them winning, personally. Yeah. Um, it's either going to be one of two ways. It's going to be a goal fest, uh, a high scoring draw, or it'll be a dual draw. I think that's what they're the only two outcomes I can see of this game. And I think um, to round off Sunday's fixtures, Arsenal West Brom, because I feel like a big Sam upset is on the cards for this weekend. It has the potential. And all of them already laid down. Yeah, that, I've forgotten the words again. Found <laughs> down the foundations or the cards. The foundations, yeah. that works. I don't know about folks, is that? It's Rookie Friday. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I think with, this is the game. I, I've just got a feeling West Brom are just going to absolutely tear Arsenal on a new one. And just, oh, they, I can, I'm just cherishing the anger coming from Arsenal fans already. Bloody Diagne is scoring past us now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be excellent. Um, yeah, so definitely a good set of fixtures to look forward to in the Premier League. Now, elsewhere in England is the final day of the Sky Bet Championship on Saturday. All games kicking off at half past 12. Um, Watford are already promoted. Norwich have won the title already. Playoffs are set, uh, apart from who's playing coup, because Bournemouth and Barnsley can still change position. And even Swansea can drop down. So Brentford are guaranteed third, but it's just who plays who in the playoffs. However, that is not the end of the table we're looking at. We're looking right at the bottom. We've all three relegation places still available. Wickham are on 40 points. So are Sheffield Wednesday, Rotherham are on 41 and Derby County on 43. So the games that these teams have, Cardiff play Rotherham. Uh, Derby play Sheffield Wednesday in the absolute nail-biting. This game couldn't be bigger. Nail-biting, chef's kiss, spice, beauty of football weekend. Just inject it into my veins. And Wickham Wanderers play Middlesbrough, who obviously have nothing to play for. So it is going to be... oh. That Sheffield Wednesday derby, it literally the, is. You know what's funny? Everyone's recognising Wickham, they're not down yet. But if you literally look at the, any of the permutations, it's literally impossible for them to get out of it unless they win like 11 0. Yes. 
But oh. bless them, they'll give it a go. Yeah. Oh, Sheffield Wednesday derby. That is the first thing I'm doing tomorrow. Forget Leeds Tottenham. Sheffield Wednesday derby is getting put on the screen. Je- Jeff Stelling says it best. It's squeaky bomb Saturday. Oh, yes, it is indeed. So, obviously, the loser of that game does get relegated. A draw, Sheffield Wednesday get relegated, and a derby win. Obviously, they stay up. Um, and and a handy fact is this as well. That, oh, no, it's not, I, I already know this about derby. I completely forgot that Sheffield Wednesday had also been a part of a power final in the last three years. Were they? Because I believe it was Sheffield being beaten by Huddersfield 2018, and then Derby obviously 2017. Oh, sorry, 2017. Yeah, mixed so up because well, 2017. 2017. Sheffield Wednesday lost. Now obviously 2019 Derby lost to us. Yes. That's two teams who have come that close from being one game from the big time, and now they're one game away from catastrophe. The third division of English football. Oh, definitely it's, it's even, you're this is even worse potentially for Derby as well, as there's the rumours that the takeover may now fall for it. Well, he came out on, I think, the day after them rumours came out, and he said it is still going to happen no matter what. For what I'm ready, it was something to do with the stadium. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Relegation is not good for any team. No. Take all on now. Take all. Derby just haven't been in the third division for decades. It's just going to be crazy. But that is not all we have to look forward to because that, even down in League One, we've got interesting battles to do because the playoffs aren't set at all. I mean, Hull and Peterborough have obviously been confirmed as going up to the Championship next season. Uh, Blackpool, Sunderland, and Lincoln have confirmed their playoff places but Portsmouth could still miss out and could finish as low as eighth because they're currently in sixth and Oxford and Charlton are the other two teams that can potentially make a push to uh, get into the playoffs and obviously all of the relegation has been sorted so looking at the three teams that could uh, make it into the playoffs Portsmouth this weekend they take on Accrington Stanley Oxford United take on Burton Albion and Charlton Athletic take on Hall City. All games kicking off at 12 o'clock on Sunday. So could Hall City do Charlton a favour and just play a bunch of kids considering they've already won the title? Hall have won the title, so yelled right Charlton in that because I've seen so many games that and the team at the top just don't bother turning up. Yeah. Still pissed. So Exactly. So... It is all to play for there in League One, and I believe there is still some permutations to play in League Two as well. I believe promotions still, but there's I think I think they're ball, well, Bolt, <laughs> but it's Bolton, and I can't remember the other one. Cambridge and Cheltenham. No, it's not all sorted actually. It is a lot to Cheltenham play for. So Cambridge and Bolton have still got to do something. Yeah, so they've got to get a point. Cheltenham and Bolton have to win. Or hope Morecambe don't. So Cheltenham can uh, wrap up the title with victory. Or if they lose, Cambridge can win the title. And in the unlikely event that they both lose, Bolton could still technically win the title. But they would need to score 14 goals to do so. However, Bolton aren't confirmed as automatic promotion as 
Morecambe's uh, can catch them as Morecambe are only a point behind them. And then in the playoffs, Newport and Tranmere are done, unless goal difference could potentially knock Tranmere out. And Forest Green Rovers are on 70 points, Exeter on 69, and I believe even Salford City can still get into the playoffs this season. Plays now. So that is all to play for at the top end. And obviously relegation for Southend and Grimsby has been confirmed and all games kick off at three o'clock on Saturday in League Two. So that is proper juicy fixtures up and down the country in England this weekend. Right, down. I think now I feel we need to get to the juice that is the Paella mix of that is in the La Liga title race. And that is exactly where I was going off to La Liga, where we have the juiciest of fixtures to look forward to this weekend, starting off on Saturday at quarter past three uh, BST, that is. And that is Ronald Koeman's Barcelona play host to Diego Simeone's Atletico Madrid. Two points separate the two sides, four games left. Oh, do I need to say anymore? Messi versus Suarez, Yano Black versus Marc-Andre Testagen. Do I need to hype it up anymore? Come on, people. If you're not excited by what I've just said, you are not a true football fan. You forgot Martin Brantfoy versus Angel Correa. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God. This is going to be a good game to watch. It should be interesting, but you can't forget the other one. Oh, yeah. And on Sunday evening, 8 o'clock, to round off your weekend's worth of football, Zinedine Zidane's. Real Madrid play host to former Real Madrid manager Julian Lopetegui, Sevilla. Real Madrid are currently in second place on 74 points. Sevilla on 70 points, having uh, dropped points at the start of this week. They, they, they slightly bowled it. The last minute it was a great goal from Inaki Williams for Bilbao, but they are gutted with Sevilla. Yeah. For, for the sake of football, they have to win La Liga this season. <laughs> Just could you imagine if Sevilla win this game and then that other game's a draw? Oh, legit. You know what it's like? It's like, oh, bloke coming out of the stage in the wrestling. It's like, I want in. And this shit. It's like, you haven't done anything. It's like, we're the elite here. Well, go away, you little. Severe yeah. Daniel Bryan. Severe <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Jesus Christ but yeah excellent weekend worth of games in Spain to look forward to and get them rolling in my direction straight away we have games also over in Italy this weekend obviously title race doesn't mean anything now as Inter Milan have been confirmed champions but there is still Champions League and Europa League to play for and even Europa Conference League uh, place to play for so earlier on this week, you may have seen that Roma have announced that head coach Paolo Fonseca will uh, leave the club in the summer and they have announced his replacement in Jose Mourinho. But, wow. How desperate is this man? <laughs> in he rides in his little moped, driving around Rome. When I saw that the other day, when they announced it, I think it was Tuesday, I was like, is this a late April Fool's joke or something? But Wait. No, yeah, that just blew my mind when that was announced and I just wasn't expecting it because I don't know it's just out of the blue he's just doing for a nice little retirement in Rome wake up the mornings bit of pasta bit of the pizza 
He's just going to enjoy life. This is yeah. very Jose. And apparently he wants to bring in Francesco Totti to, or I don't know if it's Totti or Daniele De Rossi to be his assistant. One of the two. See, I could have sworn Totti was already there as a director. Yeah, he is. But I didn't know whether he wanted to bring him down to work on the bench with him or he might have been Daniele De Rossi. Either way, he knows what he's doing there if he gets one of them two appointed. And obviously, if you remember, Jose he's Ritz. gone. Because that Jose Maria took one foot in the Talksport office and said, screw this, I'm going to Rome. <laughs> yep. Didn't want to listen to fucking Alan Brazil, Simon Jordan and Jim White more than one day. And I don't blame him because I don't want to listen to them ever. I'm so, sorry. For, I thought he's probably wanted to do that, but he looked like he'd lowered himself. Yeah. He looked yeah. way too worthy for those people to be around him. <laughs> Yeah, they were not yeah. worthy. They should have done the Wayne's World, but they were not worthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he was brilliant when he was on Sky before he got the Tottenham job when he appeared on that a few did. times. And he did appear on uh, Be in Sports as well with Arsene Wenger. Like, uh, I know he's doing, England, well. he's doing England stuff for talks, but what did he want? The Babe or ITV? Oh, could you imagine Jose at the Euros for BBC? I mean, we still brilliant. can have it happen. Well, and if he's doing talk sport, it's very unlikely. Mm. It's Skylink, and it? it's a difficult one. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so it's always one of the best things about it. It's the pundit list they bring out. Yes. Because there's always just like yeah. at least three wild card picks. It's like, oh my God, how have they done that? But then That's you see true. Danny Murphy and Jermaine Genius. Actually, it's very harsh to Jermaine Genius. Jermaine Genius is all right, actually, depending on what environment he's in. Commentary, it's not him. Yeah. Studio, decent. Match of the day, X, that he does. I like him on that. Yeah, he seems quite relaxed and himself rather than trying to put on a persona when he's on uh, the other stuff. Anyway, anyway I don't know if he but I'm sure he's all right on that as well. Does he do that sometimes? Apparently, so. Anyway. Back to football, back to Italy, and there's the big game that rounds off the weekend on Sunday. Juventus, AC Milan, third, fourth, both on 69 points. Oh, the nostalgia. <laughs> Need I say any more? <sighs> this is going to be... This weekend Bellissima. is... Bellissima. Bellissima. Oh, just bring it Maybe on it already. Yet. <laughs> nope, and that is where we're going to head to next with uh, Liege 1 again. Coming towards the curtailment of the season there. It's still close. All to play for for the title. Top four. And even Europa Conference League. It's still all to play for this uh, season over in France. The games we've got is uh, tonight. Lens play Lille. So Lens are obviously trying to get that Europa Conference League place. Whilst Lille are pushing for the title. A point ahead of PSG at the minute. Lille. Whilst Lens are literally on top of Marseille by having scored more goals than them this season. That's the only thing that's separating, because they've both got seven goal difference, and they've both got 56 points. And it's literally the goals for and the goals against that are working in uh, Lenz's favour at the minute. Elsewhere, Lyon play FC Lorient this weekend, and Rennes play PSG. And I said Rennes are there two points behind Lens and Marseille for that Europa League conference place and PSG are trying to go for the title. It's, it's 
just absolutely What's beautiful the French to very see. good. Va va voom. There's, there's a bit of the va va. <laughs> a bit of the je ne sais quoi. <laughs> yes. And that is not all, because now we're off to the Bundesliga and we've got good games to look forward to sure? this weekend. I mean, the weekend. Bundesliga is pretty finished as well, if I'm honest. I mean, title-wise, yes, but top four, it definitely isn't. Because we have good games to look forward to on Saturday. We actually went a bit Jürgen Klopp then. We have good games, yeah. <laughs> we have Ooh. very good games, yeah. On uh, Saturday, by Leverkusen play Werder Bremen. Leverkusen are trying to close in on Dortmund and give themselves a bit of leeway between themselves and Munch and Gladbach for that Europa Conference League place. Munch and Gladbach themselves play Bayern Munich. Nice and the game, uh, one of the big games before that, half past two, Borussia Dortmund, RB Leipzig. Oh my. Oh yeah. This weekend it's just, just absolutely. Delivery. I'm learning yeah. new stuff. It's just adding mixtures into the, the spice. So, uh, I think Bayern Munich victory or even a point this weekend will secure them the title. And uh, all of the positions are still up to play for over in Germany. But that's not all the end of the exciting fixtures. Yeah, that's how it's an exciting have... fixture in Hungary now, is there? No, we're done with men's football. We're off to the women's Super League. It's coming down to the final day. The only Super League in my life. Who gets crowned champions and who goes down? It comes down to the final day. So Chelsea the other day on Wednesday beat Tottenham Hotspur 2-0 thanks to a brace from Sam Kerr to send Chelsea back onto the top of the WSL and the games we have to look forward to for the final day. All games kicking off at half past two. We have West Ham versus Manchester City again City win and Chelsea lose or draw and City win 5-0 then uh, Man City will be crowned champions anything else and it will be Chelsea crowned champions Manchester United play Everton both teams have nothing to play for now this uh, rest of this season in terms of the league format then Chelsea play Reading Chelsea we said a victory or a draw and City drop points, they are crowned champions. And the quadruple is still on for them this season. Reading, again, a team that have nothing else to play for apart from a, a positioning between themselves and Brighton and Hove Albion. Brighton hosts Bristol City. Bristol City need the victory to stay up and hope that other results go in their favour. Anything less than a victory for Bristol City and they are down. Birmingham City played Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham have nothing to play for except a few places and Birmingham City need to win because there could still be a potential uh, points deduction for fielding Rusha Littlejohn the other week uh, and obviously uh, Aston Villa and Bristol City could still win and although they've got a much superior goal difference that points deduction could come in play if it does happen so that could send Birmingham City down and then the final game Arsenal, Aston Villa. Arsenal secured Champions League football next season. Aston Villa need to win this game. Well, we don't need to draw and hope. So hope that they can stay up. So, what a weekend we've got in the WSL. Yes, many conversations. Do you, I'll ask you in this as the expert. Where does your prediction lie in this? I think Chelsea win it. 
As although Reading have done well against the big teams this season, I think they're just too good to uh, be stopped this season. Chelsea, I think they win it, and I think it's Aston Villa that go down. I think Bristol City will. I think Aston uh, Bristol City will get a result at Brighton, whether it's a win or a draw. I think they will get it, and I think that will send Oh yeah, sorry. A win for I think Bristol City get a win then. And Villa lose, and that's how I see the season ending. Not yeah, just because get I, I don't see Villa your face. Like, yeah, I know that much would. Yeah, Bristol haven't done enough to make people think enough that they've got a chance of winning. Last I watched, Brighton were getting the odd result here and there against some of the bigger teams as well. Yeah, they have done, but I think it's now they've realised the last game of the season they've got, they've got nothing to play for. All all's done for them. So I think there'll be a bit of rotation from Hope Powell's side uh, heading into this weekend's fixture. And then there's even a big game in the women's Bundesliga as well, as Wolfsburg play Bayern Munich top two sides, and it's going to be an absolute cracker. Uh, Again, coming down to the end of the season for that title, and I believe there's only a point between the two sides, so... Whoever wins will obviously go atop of the table. And it's going to be a very, very interesting game to look forward to. So that is your lot of football to look forward to this weekend. Yeah. Should we go to the title race that is already sewn up? And that is the predictions league. My God, that title race has been sewn up for weeks now. It's uh, this reminder, last year, to be honest. Yeah. A reminder that you're on 115 points and I'm on 151 heading into this weekend. I'm thinking I'm, I'm closing the gap on my skin further. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what are the six games you've gone for this week? I mean, clearly, I have many to choose from. But I only went with the spiciest of the spices. So, first one, Leeds against Tottenham. No, not happening. Oh yeah, I completely forgot that. <laughs> Leeds are banned. Not happening. I forget that rule sometimes. We both agreed on that as a rule. All right, we're going to consider that it's done. I'm changing it then, and we're only going to have two Premier League games. Okay. So, we'll go with the Champions League dress rehearsal. Man City and Chelsea. Um, I'm going to say City actually win this game 2-1. I'll say 1-1. OK. Second game for the Prem. Arsenal and West Brom. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm gonna go with West Brom to win two one. Two in the last one. Okay. Next game. Okay. Going early into the European picks now because there's no way we can't do Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. You mean not do Barca versus Atletico? That's what I said. There's no way we can't do. It sounds like you said there's no way we can do it. I said can't. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Desmond. 2-2. Two, two. 
We'll like I say, 2-1 to Barca. Okay. Game four, I go with the other La Liga, Belta, of Real Madrid and Sevilla. Um, I'm going to go with Sevilla to win this game 3-2. 1-0 to Real Madrid. So you're saying that's Sevilla out of the title race then? It will be, unfortunately. Okay. I've got to try and num- some sort of comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Game number five. Oh, well, I've just added it in there. The nostalgia fest that is AC Milan and Juventus. Um, I'm going to go with 2-1 to Juventus. Suggesting I will match you with that one. Okay. And the last but not least, sixth fixture. To the championship. <sighs> Make that prediction for what could be the relegation decider of Derby and Sheffield Wednesday. Who's the home team? It is at Pride Park. Okay, I'm just making sure I get it written down correctly. Um, oh, Jesus, Mary. Joseph and the wee donkey. You don't even watch Lion Duty. You can't use it. I've used it already. Um, Let's hope this ends better. Oh, God. I'm going to go with 1-0 to Sheffield Wednesday. Sorry, Wayne Rooney. And you're a United legend and always will be, and an England legend, but I see your side losing this game. You wanted to say you're right ready, you suck as a manager there. <laughs> no, uh, might still be wrong. I'm going to say one all. Wait, so that's in Sheffield Wednesday down then? Well, because my prediction is this will end one all and Rotherham win their game. Well, so they both go down then. Yep. Wow. Okay. I mean, that is... Oh, that would throw the cat amongst the pigeons there. Right. Um, anything else we can look forward to? Or is that the whole kit and caboodle for this podcast? Because I think we have... I'm supposed to be the old bloke in this <laughs> I think we've spoken I feel like I can't ignore this, but can we discuss Ed Sheeran and his Ipswich Town sponsorship because this is the story of the week yeah it is really strange um, go from Marcus Evans to Ed Sheeran what a glow up I mean is it a glow up it's very rude if you don't think that's a massive glow up yeah. it is yeah. Going to be interesting to see his uh, sponsorship on I just, the. I just uh, hope it's perfect. <sighs> see, I know you've told me that joke because I don't really listen to it. You're not my cup of tea, but Jesus Christ, that is. It's not many cup of tea. People's cup of tea, you know. Reactions did seem divided. Oh, for God's sake. He's gone and done another awful one. Please, any more? I'm on fire. <laughs> Well, technically, a ceasefire. 
All right, any more, and I'm just going to end the podcast now. Well, you can't do that because only I can stop the recording. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can just leave the podcast. Oh, happy someone else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going to be. Do you think this means then they'll change the goal music? What to thinking out loud? Oh, come on. If you've heard that, that that's just a very quiet song. song. Literally, the goal music is now just going to be. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I hope not. It is definitely the weirdest story of the week, uh, right up there with the Jersey Mourinho joining uh, Roma. But uh, yeah, I don't even know what to expect from that and what to say. Really, it's quite confusing of a it's story. It's something that goes so far in your head as you're not a big, massive music fan. Well, yeah, but... You're just a very boring okay. person. <laughs> no! Culture is lost on you. I just, I don't like Ed Sheeran's music. It all sounds the fucking same. Well, it's a bit hard to do much with, you know, one guitar. Come on. Get another, get another instrument, then you dig it. How about that? Or get someone else to do it, like do a song with Clean Bandit. They've got a whole orchestra, haven't they? Anyway. <laughs> Again, the criticism of... Ed Sheeran and Manchester. You've gone all in tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that is the end of the podcast. We'll be back at the start of next week to wrap up all these spicy fixtures. So hot. It Wait, needs oh, a couple on. of spice levels on it. Wait, hang on. That's it. The delivery. The order is penciled in. Just now sat here waiting for the delivery. The... I've ordered extra spice. So... And I am I'll hungry. Wait. Definitely looking forward to this extra hot and spicy weekend of football all across the globe, in both the men's and women's game. If you are listening to us on Spotify, make sure you download us, give it a five-star rating, and give us a follow. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to download it, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. And anywhere else, if you're listening to us on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll be back next week to wrap it all up. Until then, enjoy your weekend. It's goodbye from me and goodbye from Brad. See ya. And we'll see you soon. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>